Hi, welcome to the show. It's episode four, and this week we're looking at why it's so difficult to do the things we know are the right things to do. And I don't mean in terms of morality, I mean in terms of our happiness. I've been studying psychology for a number of years now. I really get the theory. It makes perfect sense to me. And yet I find myself getting stuck in the same traps over and over again. I know better, but I don't do better. And that's really interesting to me. Why isn't knowing what to do enough? Why doesn't it make enough difference to actually carry through to our thoughts and our actions? I think the key lies in understanding the metaphor of the elephant and the rider, a metaphor first used by Jonathan Haidt in his book, The Happiness Hypothesis. What he describes is the mind in two parts, the elephant and the rider, with the rider being the logical part, the part you are consciously aware of, the part that uses language, the part that you think is what you're making decisions with, the part that understands the theory. And then there's the elephant. The elephant is all the subconscious processes, the emotion, instinct, physical responses, gut feeling, all of that stuff. It's all there. And that's why I said earlier, the rider is the part you think is making the decisions, but in actual fact, the elephant is behind far more of our decision making than we realize. You only need to consider the image of the elephant and the rider to get a sense of the power dynamic between the two. If you think about the rider wanting to go one way and the elephant wanting to go another, they can't agree, which one do you think would win in a fight? And that's exactly the same with us, is if we haven't got the elephant on side, we know what to do, the rider knows what to do, but the elephant has gone the other way. And until we can tame the elephant, we either end up with this kind of internal struggle or we end up going whichever way the elephant decides to go. And that's what happened to me this week. I had a little blip where I was presenting in front of 500 people and I made a mistake. And then I lay awake worrying about it that night. And there was nothing more I could do about it. I would do much better work the following day if I got to sleep. I knew that logically, but I couldn't tame the elephant. I couldn't get it to calm down. So it stampeded around my head all night. And the following day, I did worse work, which made me feel worse. So in terms of my ability to be happy, letting it go would have been the exact right thing to do. But I couldn't get through to the elephant. You see, my way of doing things tends to be to search for the answer in the theory, to read more, to listen to podcasts, to do things that fill my brain with new ideas. But that's not how you get to the elephant. The language of the elephant is physiological. In other words, it comes from the body. That's why mindfulness and meditation and all of the practices that are about calming the body in order to calm the mind are becoming so much more powerful. Because the more we learn and the more we understand how we work, the more we're seeing that the elephant is in charge and we can't win a fight against the elephant. We can't force our will. We can't learn our way out. We have to calm the elephant so that it will come with us. So for someone like me, this is an entirely new skill set. I can't just pick up a book or listen to an audiobook or read an academic paper or do anything that is going straight for the rider so that the rider can now forcefully control the elephant. It doesn't work. So considering the whole point of Big Happy Life is that you can have all of the stuff going on in your life and that you can still be happy, well, a big life comes with stress and it comes with frustrations and it comes with mistakes because you can't do everything all of the time. Which means, for those of us who want a big happy life, if we don't already know the language of the elephant, we have to learn it. We have to connect better with our bodies than we do with books. We have to pay closer attention to the signs that our bodies give us. We have to listen better to ourselves. And we have to be a bit less judgy. Well, I do. Maybe you don't. Rather than trying to squash the negative emotions, we just have to accept them, make sense of them, work out why they're there, and let the elephant find its peace. 
So much of what I and my guests will be talking about over the next couple of weeks will be about the language of the elephant. Because we can all learn the theory, there are thousands of books out there that will help us know what we need to know, but it's not helping us do what we need to do. So that's what I'm after over the next few weeks. As always, if you have comments or questions, I would love to hear from you. Please comment on the show notes page or on the blog, bighappylife.blog. Please subscribe and I hope to see you back for episode five. Thanks for listening.